Hello and welcome to the Cool Try podcast. Uh, my name is Alan Donovan. I'm here with Bernard Pender. Hi, everybody. Uh, so this is this is episode zero of the Cool Try podcast, and we're just here today to introduce who we are, what we are, and sort of just talk about the, the story of Cloud Forest. So. Um, Bernard, I suppose we'll, we'll start. We'll start from the very beginning, and we'll uh, we'll go back to the beginning of Cloud Forest. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about what Cloud Forest is? Where was it born out of? I'd lo- I'd love to. Um, I I I think we've been on an amazing journey the last two years. The Cloud Forest business, and I I don't really like calling it a business. It mm. sort of business has a uh, sometimes has a bad connotation, but business can be a force for good. Um, was started in in April twenty, and I think if you look where we were in April twenty, we were right in the heart of a pandemic. So, Cloud Forest was a, a, a work that I had been dreaming of probably for ten years. Mm. Uh, ever since the formation of UC.ie, um, I had a keen interest in all things climate, all things climate action, uh, global warming. I had kids that had come along, so I was vested in in their future. And, you know, for 10 years, I built a very successful uh, security company, um, but always with an eye on what impact we were having on the planet. Mm. So, you know, a couple of the things that we were doing at the time in UC.ie, we were, we were driving hybrid cars. So I, I was traveling the length and breadth of the country in a Prius, mm. um, which was unusual yeah, for the time yeah. for... A security executive um, to be to be arriving into meetings, um, and I suppose, you know, moving moving on over the ten years, we we you know it, the building that we bought where was the UC head offices where we're based at the moment, where we've got the whole top floor now, Cloud Forest. Uh, we we invested heavily in renewable energy, mm. and I think you know when I look back two years ago, I I went to the other director in the company, Dave, and I said. Do you know what I think we can do much much more um by going out and using skills that I'd previously got in a in a in a previous company I I, I was involved with and actually invest in forestry mm. and Dave says what do we know about planting trees what and I and I sort of said well I I know a good bit I was a I was a, f- a founding member of a company that was was a forestry company and I spent three years there before UC came along and I was. I always imagine being in the center of a forest and it's the most magical thing because it's so quiet and it's so peaceful and you you can sort of hear yourself think. And it was a bit like that when I was outside my back garden in basically February 19, March, or February 20, March 20. The pandemic had just started. Everybody was at home Mm. and it was the severe lockdown. You, You could only travel the country if you were doing emergency works. And I had time to think. And I visualized I was back in the forest again. And I started digging up old files that I had, which was really a business plan to create a network of forests around the island of Ireland. And sort of, I got all my ideas down as everything normally starts with myself in a website. Mm. And on April the 19th, uh, 2020, I launched a website, cloudforest.ie. Uh, we had no forest sites at that stage, uh, but we built a beautiful website and 
this beautiful website said, we're going to build a, 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 a forest uh, on the Wild Atlantic Way. And I was, I was certainly looking to build, you know, build, uh, set our business in probably what's the most beautiful part of Ireland. Um, and I'm biased in that respect because I spent a lot of time in West Cork, a lot of time in Kerry, and a lot of, uh, certainly a lot of time in Clare. And I wanted to put, I, th- the first step was putting the website up. Yeah. And once we'd done that, sort of there was really no going back then. Yeah. We, we, we really said this is what, you know, we were going to do. Luckily enough, um, when I sort of explained the business plan to Dave, um, we ended up in a scenario where UC would back us initially, so would provide the funding mm. to, to get Cloud Forest off the ground. Um, and that's that's the start of our cloud forests so journey. At that stage, there was no forest. There was no. There was no even potential of a forest. It was it was it was purely sort of. It, it the was seed. All, it it was all a dream. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, it was all uh, it was all a dream. It was a uh, uh, we. I had a two page plan. Normally, I only like one page plans, mm. but this was a two page plan. So the first page of the plan was I would re engage with people I knew in the forestry industry and I would say I'm looking to buy uh, land to plant trees simple as yeah. and I was lucky enough to um, come across uh, a, a company I had previous dealings with uh, called Their Forestry Company that's their name and I had a lovely meeting with a, a, a lady called Sarah Standish who was working for them at the time and Donald Brosnan who's one of the directors there and they came to meet me and I told them I had this vision that I was going to create a hundred forests along the Wild Atlantic Way. I was going to bring live video streaming to those forests. So I was going to give wildlife every chance to flourish on our sites. Uh, we're going to bring bees onto the sites, and I think they probably looked at me. And I, I know if I know I've had chats with Donald soon after, they looked at me and said, "This guy's crazy," <laughs> because they came to what, in in all intensive purposes, was an electronic security company in in North Dublin. Mm. Um, but they went away and pretty soon my inbox started filling with um, what I would call, what we always call profiles. So a profile is uh, a piece of land, an ordnance survey map, and it's potential to be created, you know, the potential that that site would have to create uh, a forest on. At that stage, I wasn't, I wasn't, planning in terms of I wanted to do a native woodland or I wanted to do you know a sick plantation I, I just wanted to get my first piece of land mm. um, which would become I said we'd, we'll call it cloud forest one and you know I suppose when we said to ourselves let's get the first plot of land and let's call it cloud forest one there was a there was a, a, a bravado to that yeah. that there would be a cloud forest two three yeah. four and sort five of a, a contract with yourself that yeah. It'll be 99 more afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of puts you under pressure, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I and I think I think I got lots and lots of profiles from the guys. Um and they were in areas where typically you would be you you would probably find land that that wasn't expensive. So initially I got some profiles and they were from maybe from Leitrim and, mm. and places in the Midlands. And I sort of had to maybe reiterate my plan that, no, I, look, I want I want sites on the Wild Atlantic Way because I wanted to be able to... Like, one of the visions that we had was that our our sites had to be in beautiful locations. Yeah. And there's a, there's a reason for that. We wanted our sites to be visited by ourselves, that it would be 
we wouldn't mind going down down to Killarney or down to you know West Cork or or down to uh, North Clare or West Clare. I, you know, it would be there would be an enjoyment in mm. in building our forests, and of course, the other side of that was that if we, I had a rough or I had a loose idea that we might get other companies to support the mission that we were about to embark on, yeah. and it might be, it you know, most people know where Lahinch is, most people know where the Dingle Peninsula is, where ultimately we 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 now own on 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 a site, but. Yeah, we, we, we started getting profiles in and a lot of them I just, I, I didn't look at. Yeah. I, I sort of, they were in the wrong areas. And for a while, for a while, I, you know, we, we were fighting a pandemic. We were fighting, you know, getting staff back to work. We were fighting keeping customers, you know, and and we had this cloud forest project that was sort of bubbling, like, like simmering on on a, on a, on a stove and, so a lot of the profiles that came in, some of them I probably didn't even get a chance to have a look at. Mm. And then one day I saw this profile and I saw a coastline and I went, oh my God. I said, I recognise that coastline. And I, 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 I just, I saw this Canner Bay and I saw this site marked on it. I went, my God, it's, it's right near the coast. And, mm. and as I looked more and more at it, the, the site was just south of La Hinch. And I'll tell you, uh, I don't believe in mysticism, but mm. myself and Dave traveled down. We made our arrangements to meet Sarah, the forester from the forestry company, and we traveled down. And I arrived at this site and drove up, and it just—I just said to Dave, "This, this is going to be the first one." Yeah. And Dave says, "How do you know?" I says, "I don't know. I just know. Yeah. I just know this is the first one." He says, "We, we don't even know what price it is yet." Mm. I says, "I just—I have a feeling." I have a feeling that this is going to be our first forest site. And at that stage, that's, talk to us a bit about the condition of that site. That, what sort of condition is that site in? Is that So when we arrived on, on, on the site, it, it, was a, it was a cattle farm. Mm. Um, the, the chap that owned the site was a, a young guy actually in his 50s who had infer, in, inherited the farm of his father. And probably his father had inherited yeah, of yeah. his... And it was a cattle farm. And unfortunately, the guy that was selling it had, had had a heart attack and he'd had health uh, uh, issues. And that's what, he. this was the second site that he had owned. And I think his wife had said to him, you know, it's a little bit too much trying mm. to handle everything. And um, we can just regroup to the family, our own family farm. And that's why it was up for sale. So his little bit of bad luck health-wise ultimately turned out to be our, our, our good luck. But when we arrived... It had a house on it, uh, mm. which initially wasn't for sale. Um, they were going to keep the, the the family home, and it was it was only used as a stopping off point to boil a kettle of water. It wasn't really inhabitable. There was no beds in it. There was new cow sheds that were installed uh, beside the house that housed this uh, the the cattle. And I I don't know much about cattle farming, but he seemed to have a good size herd. Yeah, and then it was a twenty five acre site rolling hills site so mm. um hilly uh but one of the things i noticed when i when i first visited the site was it was devoid of life and we visited it right in the middle of i think it was summer it was it was july august when we visited it, and i found that very strange 
Um, I know cattle go out and they eat the grass, and but I didn't notice birds on the side. I didn't. I it just seemed dead. Uh, and and I've talked to people um, that know cattle farming, and they sort of say, "But this is the norm. It's the cattle are on the side, and it's sort of that's just the way that's these it. these yeah. places are." Yeah, and it's it's probably a common a common um, sort of uh, occurrence around the country of cattle farms, but um, so. You're at you're at Cloud Forest One. You, you see the house, and is that sort of does that change your thinking of where you're going, or is it sort of well, that's one? Let's get another one, or is it? Well, we we were lucky enough that I said straight away the minute I I saw it, and the minute we walked the land. So I walked the land, and I saw that the land had a stream on it, um, which uh, you know what, water brings life. Mm. So I sort of said to myself, we've got a stream running through the site. The site was, was um, uh, it was in fairly bad condition because you can imagine the size of cows and yeah. cattle walking on the site. So it's a lot of hooves, a lot of cow dung, a lot of, a lot of unpleasant things. Mm. But there and then I made an offer. Yeah. Um, I, I said, I, I, we will buy this and we will, there will be no messing with us. We, we, we agreed to buy this at what the man is asking. Um, and, Lo and behold, about three or four days later, the, our, our offer was accepted. That was initially just for the land. Yeah, The house was going to be separate. But they came back to us soon after that and said, look, do you want to buy the whole lot? Uh, we'll do you a deal for the whole lot. And we didn't really want to inherit mm. a, a house that was dilapidated. But I, I suppose, you know, if we were going to do something worthwhile, I always felt there would have to be community gain as well. So... You know, if it, we we ended up buying the house as well, and we sort of said, "Well, look, we'll buy the whole lot. We don't want to risk somebody coming in buying the house and then buying the land." We yeah. just felt yeah. at the site. So, in the height of the pandemic, we we funded the purchase of a, a near thirty acre cattle farm just south of Lahinch, and I rem I still remember the day we went and collected the keys, and uh, we collected the keys off an estate agent in Ennis Time and. And we drove, we drove to the site, and I can still, I can still remember saying, "Dave says, what are we doing now?" Literally, I says, "Dave, we're, we're after spending a substantial amount of money, <laughs> and you're asking me that now." Um, I just sort of said to Dave, "Look, the site had just to, just to rewind, the site had a forest approval, yeah. so I had a forest service approval in place for, um, for." A forest to be established, and anybody in the in the business, or if you if you don't know that that can be a very long process to get planning mm. through. Mm. So it's like it's like building a building. Yeah. You have to get planning permission. You have to get your ecology right. You have to get the archaeology right. So you know you might have ar archaeological artifacts on the site that have to be examined. So there's a whole process before you can put a single tree in the ground mm. that was already in place. So that was a big bonus. So I said to Dave. I said, let's build the forest and they'll come. And he said to me, who'll come? And I said, I don't know. I just have a feeling that if we do this um, and we bring technology onto the site, so if we start live streaming from the site and if we start time-lapsing from the site, mm. that it might inspire other businesses or other business owners to see what we were doing and they they, they would may, maybe do the same. Mm. Or they would come and ask us what we've done and... 
they might go off and do it themselves. Yeah. So there was no there was no cool partner program at that stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we had a site. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can imagine. So the excitement of um, getting the site, uh, securing the site, and then we probably spent the next. Uh, you know, we 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 got those keys. I'd say in late October, and we were we were told by our forestry partners that planting would start in December. So there's a planting season uh, a season in Ireland. It sort of starts October and it finishes, it roughly finishes around May. Mm. Um, May stretch into June, but there's a there's a famous saying, you can only plant a tree in a month that has ore in it. And it's a good, you can't risk Real planting. Thumb. Yeah, Real yeah, thumb, yeah. You, yeah you, can't, you can't risk. But we, we, we ended up putting some amazing technology on the site. Um, uh, we had a, we have a wonderful partner, uh, Access Communications, and we had an Access Communications live stream in PTZ, so we were streaming straight to YouTube. And of course, we thought we'd put this up and we'd have a million people looking at it on mm. YouTube. And you know, in our in our excitement, we put it up. It has a, it's still there, and it's part of our virtual visits now. So it's evolved from what we initially thought, and we started time lapsing. Yeah. And that was probably a month before the first guys arrived on site to start developing that site as a forest. And that time lapse is still going today? That time lapse is now running, yes, it's running uh, this December two years. Mm. And we'll have a two-year time lapse video uh, coming out. But the interesting thing about most people, you know, most people I've ever talked to don't really know what's involved in developing a, really what is a commercial woodland nearly. Yeah. And when I say commercial... Uh, it it's it's done in a in a mechanized way. It's mm. you're not sending hundreds and hundreds of people out to dig the ground and plant it. You 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 first put a what I call a, a digger on site, and they use a, a mounding principle, um, which gives the trees a head start above weeds. And so they started in December, and we had the site fully planted. Definitely by the end of January, if I look if I look back in it. So from the first digger on site. 21,000 trees in the ground, blown in the wind in, in West Clare, uh, yeah. a, little, a little over eight months after, after sitting out the back garden during the pandemic. We, ha- we had our trees, we had our live stream. Um, yeah. Not bad going, not bad going. Not, not bad going at, at all. Uh, something I'm very proud of. Mm. I'm very proud of the support I got from uh, the other directors in UC.ie to mm. really you know, fund this, fund it and get it going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very proud. I suppose you mentioned there uh, the cool partner program. Uh, I don't know; it, I, it's probably down the line a bit, but I just want to get a, a, a brief glimpse of what the cool partner program is and yeah, sort of so how that fit in. Yeah, so I I feel we 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 took our we got our first forest done. Yeah, we got our first forest planted, um, and we ha- we 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 ended up becoming seriously good friends with a guy called Martin mm. that was working for, and still is working for the forestry company, but who lives in Milltown Malby, which yeah. is a a, a a town I love, a town I spent my childhood in. You know, I certainly spent a lot of time in Spanish Point, Quilty, Doolan. Got to know Martin, and of course Martin is a real go-getter. Mm. Martin would have been on to me saying, you have your first one now, welcome to Clare, what about a second one, what about a third one? What about a fourth one? I have a wonderful site here, I have a wonderful site there. And of course we were we were really just catching our breath. Yeah. We were we were we were starting to come out of the pandemic. There was talk of vaccines coming in. So we were certainly ramping up. We were we were getting busy. Like at this stage I was still sort of part time with mm. with Cloud Force and now full time. 
thank God. Um, but we were starting to sort of ramp back up again in our UC.ie business. Mm. And I sort of like kind of going, you know, Dave says, I thought you said you'd, we'd build it and they come, where, where are they? Yeah, and we yeah. joke about this. And I sort of said, Dave, I have this idea for like a, a program. One of the things that I learned working for the previous forestry company I was involved in was that we used to do these tours. We used to bring, I, I knew an awful lot of business people mm. in, in the circles I mixed. And we used to bring them down to the Midlands and we'd bring them on a tour. We'd mm. bring them on a tour of a forest that we, we owned and then we'd bring them down to a massive estate uh, down the Midlands. And I would travel down, I would drive them down and we'd do the tour and every one of them said, this is, this is something I'd really love to get involved in. But when we started talking about money and the level of investment involved to to, to get a, a forest, a 30-acre forest, most business people would look at it going, that's probably yeah. too much money to yeah. put beyond use. Um, um, you know, but I'm really, I really like this. So mm. I had this idea that, you know, when we came up with the name Cloud Forests, I, I had this idea that, first of all, it'd be on the internet, number one, but yeah. we, we'd nearly be like... We'd nearly be like an Amazon Web Services that mm. rather than buying um, all your IT equipment, you could just you could just rent it off uh, um, Amazon and you could pay them a fee and you could have a thousand servers if you wanted to. Mm. So I had this loose idea that I always knew business people in their heart want to do the right thing for the planet. And some people may laugh at that, but I, I mm. know our partners want to do the right thing. And I knew that if we, if our offering was good enough, so... If they f- if 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 we could get support from a wide range of businesses, so I I wasn't focused on only businesses that could afford to you know throw away six thousand euro or put six thousand euro into. It. I knew if if we could make this affordable for the guy that was a one man band as yeah. a, 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 and and that we would ha- we could bring we could get a diverse community, and we could probably do something really really worthwhile and relevant. So. I sort of, I put the name on a cool partner and I built that page of the website then. Mm. I sort of said, we're Cloud Forest. We've got a forest in the hinge. Isn't it incredible? Here's the live stream. Here's what we've done. We've planted 21,000 trees. We're going to amplify and we're going to help the wildlife on it. Do you want to get involved and support us? And we would give you something back. We would give you your own a miniature, what we call a miniature cloud forest where you'd come on your on our planting day and you'd plant your own forest and you would take real action that was credible mm. here in Ireland and be part of what we were doing. So in other words, you would you would be part of helping us get our second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, our, our 100 forests. And I sort of put it up there and I, you know, I, we've, we've spent zero on, on marketing mm. and I got a, about a, about three weeks later, I got a email from what we call our, you know, I know UC.ie is Cool Partner 001, and that's for obvious reasons. Yeah, they're the ones that funded the startup of this. But I always class my my official first Cool mm. Partner was which was somebody I didn't know, um, a company called Seekel Foreign Security. Yeah, they got in touch. Uh, Krina, one of the directors there, what are you doing? Looks great. How do we get involved? And at that stage, I I, I probably didn't even have a brochure to mm. to sort of encapsulate. I, I always like to give people as much information yeah. as possible yeah. so they can make an informed decision. I did a phone call or a Zoom with Krina. I said, "This is what we're planning to do. This is who I am. 
this is what I believe in, this is what I believe we can achieve. And she said, where do we sign up? And I can remember that day, uh, I went to, I said to, I got on the phone to Dave and I said, Dave, you remember I said, build it and they'll come. I said, the, the first one has come, we've got Seacle Foreign Security, yeah. um, who are based in Limerick. Yeah. And soon after that, very shortly after that, then of course we'd access communications come on board then we'd Fortis, mm. we'd Investi, we'd GVD, and you know, we I always I always felt that in our cool partner program, it seemed to be like dominoes falling. Yeah. It was like one cool partner talked to an other person and said, "You need to talk about what 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 Burns doing at Cloudforce." And around that time, when I started to see the cool partner community grow, and the people coming in to support it, uh, uh, we we started looking at our what ultimately is our Cloud Forest 2 site and Cloud Forest yeah. 3 sites. Yeah, thanks to Martin and his yeah, exuberance. Yeah. It gives that validation as well, I suppose, when, when they, they've started to come and the people have started to come. It's, it's, it gives you that another push to go, okay, the, we're on the right track. Yeah, and, and I think the big, the big thing for me was, I, this is, we're on an educational journey. Mm. And some people say, but you're not an educator. But we are. We're on an educational journey where we... I felt that if people signed up to the Cool Partner program and they paid a fee, they'd be more vested in learning because they would look to get the maximum amount mm-hmm. of value out of their, their membership. I, I never wanted anybody to join our Cool Partner program and give us money and never hear from them again. I wanted them to get involved, give us their ideas, really bring our forest to them and you know get them, get them maybe thinking, you know, maybe I could buy my own forest and do yeah. this on my own. Yeah. And I would be the first person to help mm. any of our cool partners that want to achieve that. Yeah. Um, and the validation came when we went over 10 cool partners uh, at NetCellero, which was a company we were using, a really cool piece of technology, a, a device called the iSpy. We were using that uh, for power forwarding on Starlink. And I know I'm getting a bit technical <laughs> now, but we've got big companies, yeah. big company technology used in a in a in a really environmental way on our sites. Uh, as soon as I got over ten, I went, "Oh my god, I, I've reached 10. I, I thought we'd only have ten ever. Like mm. I was thinking, we'd have ten cool partners. Then we had eleven and twelve, and twelve was a big partner for us because Solar Evolution was a company that came into the cool partner community, and they were in a space where every job they did was decarbonizing yeah. the planet. Yeah. yeah. It gave us the validation, and it gave me the belief to certainly go to the to the to the well again yeah. with the shareholders and directors of UC yeah. and say, "I need more funding." Yeah. Um, you know, we we've no bank funding. We um, well at, at that stage we'd no bank funding mm-hmm. in place or bank support, and when we weren't, in fairness, we've got good banks uh, bankers in with AIB, and that's a little plug for them. But any any, uh, any banks I've had a dealing with. They're probably all the same, but um, at that stage, you see, you know, ha- after 10 years of being very successful in what it d- did, it had spare capital mm. that it could give me yeah. to, you know, fund where we were going. And then we obviously had our cool partners were paying their fees as well. So we had a bit of cash flow there yeah. um, to the start. began rolling. Yeah, the ball started, began rolling. So we could start doing something really cool. So we, we ended up buying two small sites. Mm. And the great thing about buying small sites, no one wants them. Yeah. No one wants them. No one wants a four-acre site, unless you're going to put cows on it. But we yeah. wanted to, we bought a f- little four-acre site in Carrigaholt, and what a beautiful place that mm. is. What a beautiful mm. place, right on the Shannon Estuary, dolphin watching across the sea from Ballybunion. 
um, an incredible place. And then just up the road in Dunaha, mm. we got our famous Cloud Forest tree site. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we tree sites. Uh, and I can remember sitting down going, we've tree sites. And I think at that stage we were heading towards our 15th, 16th partners. Mm. And we started seeing the big multinationals come on board then. So we'd Ava Security, a Vigilon, who, a Vigilon, I had probably built a very successful career the last couple of years I'd been in UC. Um, I used to, I used to get asked regularly, show me how to sell the Avigilon, and I, I used to laugh at it myself, going, I'm still learning because their mm. technology their technology was evolving at such a fast pace. But these partners came on board and started supporting, which I, I'm so um grateful for. And I ended up I ended up sort of we had our twentieth partner join us, which was Shelburne Football Club. Yeah. And I suppose that that sort of in a in a whirlwind of what we've done. And I think that Shelburne Football Club, it's nearly its nearly probably coming up on a year since they... Yeah, hard to believe. Hard to believe. It's coming up on a year since Shelburne joined as Cool Partner 20 to where we are now, mm. at, uh, we're at Cool Partner 44. Mm. So think about that, Alan. 44 partners yeah. um, signed up and we now have five mm. uh, forest sites. So Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about, I know um, when Shelburne came on board, that was actually when I sort of started at Cloud Forest as head of community and it was it was interesting sort of the first month I was there Shelburne came on board and it was it was like a, a big thing and then the Redwood sort of was born out of that so talk to us a bit about the Redwood and what that I'll, is and I'll, re- I'll rewind slightly because I was doing everything myself mm. um, with our Cloud Forest project I'd recamped up to the, I took the whole top floor of the UC building and sort of we, we I had created a divide between the people that were downstairs mm. and the people that were upstairs and yeah. the people that were upstairs was only me. <laughs> so I was sort of looking around at a spare desk and I was saying, oh, you know, I could really do, do it a hand in, in what I was doing. I was producing all the content myself. I was doing all the acquisitions myself. Mm. I was doing all the liaison in terms of buying, selling. Uh, and now we have a really good team that I was working with on the legals, like Joe Kane from Amos Solicitors, who is a really good friend of mine from going back a long, long time. And Joe had given me valuable advice. So we had a good team in the, in terms of the acquisitions. But I I brought a guy, you won't mind me mentioning his name. I I I'm a member in Beaverstown Golf Club and I got to know a, a lovely guy there, a member, uh, t- Tony Ritchie, who yeah. is he, he uh, he's the ex chief finance officer for Smurfa Kappa and he's retired. And I said to Tony, you know what, Tony, I'm I'm doing this sort of cloud forests business and you know using a business and he goes what are you doing are you what are you planting trees he says smurfits we used to own forests and of course they would have yeah. because they were in packaging and he goes i'll come up and have a look at what you're doing mm. and of course i brought him up and i showed him uh, in our in our experience center what i was doing and the live feeds and all the advert contents and all the cool partners and he says where's the rest of the team yeah i says no it's just me and he goes oh man you're you're crazy you're mm. you're off your head you need you need somebody in here and Tony's advice to me was, you need to get a college graduate. Mm. You need to get somebody that's going to come here and going to take a bit of the heavy lifting off you. And it's going to have fresh ideas. Yeah. And about two weeks later, we were, mm. thanks to Wendy, who had Wendy come to our planet. Yeah. Wendy, I reached out to Wendy Stunt and Wendy, Wendy said, oh, yeah, I've got, there's this guy I did a Dragon's Den with in, mm. in Minute, you need to talk to him. I talked to you. And I, I, I true one, it's something that I, I probably never done in all my career. I says, give me a plan of what you do. And within 24 hours, you came back with a concise plan. Mm. 
and it had stuff like TikTok in it, which I was <laughs> like, what's TikTok? Uh, and you came back with a plan, and I remember showing it to Tony, and he was, oh man, you have to hire this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy will be good for you. Mm. Um, and lucky, thank God, you, you came on board. And just after you came on board, we, we I suppose, we had had amazing success with Damien Duff's under seventeens National League side. We had sponsored a set of jerseys, and um, I was sort of working on a project. We'd we'd already had our endurance cycling team, um, yeah. which we were we were providing logistical support to. Uh, we were providing to get the name out, but we we found it really relevant in terms of spreading our climate action message uh, with our climate action team. But I was lucky enough to. Uh, have my son was playing for the under 17s national league side under Damien Duff. They needed a set of jerseys. We had a bit of funding there. We gave them a set of jerseys, but they went off and they won the shield. And we ended up in these pictures across the internet with cloud forests emblazoned. Mm. And I ended up start getting calls from people I didn't know that were, yeah. were probably involved with Shells. And I ultimately end meeting uh, Andrew Doyle, the owner of Shells. And he said, this is incredible what you're doing. He came and he met me, mm. came to the offices here, showed him what we were doing, showed him the number of forests we had. And he goes, this is the most amazing thing I, I've seen. I, I'd really love to to get a tie-in going with Shells. And and for the next sort of two or three weeks after you came on board, we mm. worked intently with Dave O'Connor at Shells and Keith Keep McDarby. Yeah. And yeah. we came up with, with our tie-in where... I suppose the great thing, which was really getting a message out to the wider media, we, we would we would create a, a forest with them. Mm. So this was a new departure for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, we would create the forest based on goals scored by the the men's national team and the women's national team, which you know we love the uh, diversity and inclusion uh, at Cloud Forest, and based on attendances. And yeah. of course, we had the naysayer saying, "Oh, there's only going to be three trees planted in the uh, redwood." And I know you've been keeping that up to date, yeah, but the re- yeah. the redwood has couple of hundred couple yeah nearly hundred 150 trees. now well, so it's getting up there and we've had their fans buying trees as well so that really gave us a really our brand i remember people saying your brand has come from nowhere mm. you know wh- how old are you and we sort of grown organically which is a really cool way to yeah, grow when, yeah. in the business that we're yeah. in but yeah and and then we rocked on to our planting day which yes. was our inaugural planting day. Yes, and I suppose that was that was the next step um, after the uh, redwood, and I suppose was that was that always part of the the roadmap of we'll do a planting day and we'll bring the cool partners no. and no. no no not at all um, because I only initially thought I'd have ten mm. cool partners and I thought. Sure, I'll just get each co-partner down and we can do a small planting day on one of our sites and we'll just do it for them individually. Yeah. Uh, but as the co-partner cool community grew and I think when we were in the final planning of our first planting day, um, we, we'd up to 25 partners signed yeah. at that stage yeah. and I went, it's not going to be feasible to, to have 25 days, the logistics behind it. So we decided on, you know, when you joined that we'd have our planting day which, which was Super Tuesday. We came up with a great date, or the gods did, the 22nd of the 2nd, 22. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking afterwards, we could have had it on the 2nd of the 2nd, 22 as well. There was two Super Tuesdays <laughs> uh, that month. But we had, uh, we, we, we decided that we would bring everybody down to the west coast of Ireland. Mm. There was two reasons for that. First of all, logistically, we could all get them on a bus and get them to one of our sites. 
uh, we could control the health and safety and the experience of it and then um, we could get everybody in the same hotel and get everybody to meet mm. so we could get like-minded people that were supporting a climate action miss- mission we could get them to spend money in the west of Ireland as well in a hotel that had probably suffered due to COVID and closures um, and, and we could get we could get people to travel to this and showcase what the West of Ireland had to offer. So yeah. uh, there was certainly a, a holistic approach to our planting day. I know the amount of work you put into it, Alan, in terms of writing to people and, you know, the famous message that seemed to have got lost along the way. The Secure Logic uh, Cool Partners will attest to it. Bring your wellies. Bring your wellies. Bring your wellies. And I suppose we built up to that planting day, and that was probably the biggest day mm. um, of the cloud forest history yeah. to, to date where we brought we brought the bones of 50 people down to the site they've mm. created their miniature cloud forest and i know we're going down next week on the 16th and 17th to to really document where we are after six months there mm. seven months to document how those trees are, are going to do and you know i know we visited it a couple of months ago and it was how that site has evolved and mm. rewilded and how to see these mixture of native trees that our cool partners came and planted with their own yeah. hands they got dirty they got cold they got wet, wet. that day yeah. yeah i just think to think that we've done that in a little over two years yeah um i it's one of the proudest days of my life and 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 yeah pretty and cool. i think i think all the cool partners who were there can attest that it was a great success. And it was, I think what was so special about it was everyone there was there for the right reasons. There was no one there who was just there for a photo and to leave again. It was, all the cool partners were there to sort of get their trees planted and, and sort of be part of, really part of Cloud Forest, which was, I think was special. And I think one of the unintended consequences of our cool partner community, which I love, is people reaching out to me to, for me to put them in touch with other cool partners mm. because they want to find out more about maybe a product that other cool partner is selling. And, and I love that because we do have a like-minded bunch of people in our cool partner community. And if if that community can get stronger, yeah. it, it, it supports what we're doing as a mission. Now, I know we have our logo when our mission's making planet Earth cool. And some people say, is, is, is that cool? Like, are you trying to cool the planet? And that's one of our missions. But it's to really highlight the cool things about mm. planet Earth as well. Yeah. So, you know, when 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 I look at our partner day and a planting day, and I say to myself, "Look at this mix of people. Mm. They came. You know, we had it in the amazing uh, uh, Armada Hotel in Spanish Point. The food, everybody raved about the hotel, the hospitality. It really showcased Ireland at its best." Mm. But we only travelled 20 minutes down the road to the wilds of Loupette. Yeah. And we created, we planted 600 trees that day. Mm. Just that day, we planted 600 trees on that site. And that's our cloud forest tree site. And that that's in our history now. Yeah. That's an archive. That's a historical archive that that we have there. So I, I'm sort of, yeah, Shelburne Football Club. I, you, you, you we're pulling in names from all. Damien yeah. Duff, you're mentioning yeah. things. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's incredible the people you meet on your journey through mm. life mm. Um, and the people that will support you it, it, it's incredible and I've got amazing support from the security industry yeah. from where I am and I, I'm very proud of that because you know it's they may have looked at UC as competitors down the line and I, I came from UC.ie and, but they weren't concerned about that they yeah. were going I want to support this this is brilliant so yeah it's that sort of common yeah. common yeah. good of 
they saw that you were doing the right thing and you were doing it for the right reasons. And I think that's why that's why you've got so much support from from business. But I suppose once we caught our breath, our breath after uh, planting day, which took a few weeks, I'd say, um, we moved on then, and it was sort of we got word of Cloud Forest Five. Um, I think in since yeah, we had been in negotiations for Cloud Forest Four. Uh, so four. Yeah, yeah. four. We're losing track. We'd been in negotiations for Cloud Forest Four, um, which was a site just outside Ennis Time, and which is mm. it's the most amazing hip town now. Yeah. If you visited Ennis Time in ten years ago, and I hope the people in Ennis Time don't mind me saying this, it, ha- it had a super value, and it had like twenty pharmacies, yeah. and the rest pubs, and it had one bookies, and that's all it had. And if you, maybe you know, I'm probably being a little bit unkind, but if you go now. It's got this eclectic mix of restaurants, French restaurants, Moroccan restaurants, wine bars. Mm. And uh, w- talking to people from Ennis Time, and yet again, the pandemic caused this. People came back with that were cooking in France mm. and said, I'll open up a, a restaurant in my hometown. So yeah. that town is buzzing, and we were lucky enough to to sort of get a sale agreed on another 30-acre site and another farm, cattle farm, uh, just outside Ennis Time, and that's our Cloud Forest Foresight, and that's going through the planning motions mm. at the moment, six months in, and it's well documented how slow the Forest Service can be, mm. um, but they're probably overwhelmed with the amount of afforestation applications. Um, I'll hold my judgment on it. But, yeah, we got word. I suppose we started planning when we came back. We were we were acquiring our Fort Forest. We were onboarding more partners, and we sort of had the, the, the partner onboarding sort of sped up after mm. par- planting day when people saw, you know, this is something, you know, it's ticking a lot of boxes and um, it's credible. Yeah. You know, so a lot of the partners that have come on board, maybe from the UK, felt that that we, what we were doing was credible, that they had been engaged in tree planting programs and they, they probably would never be able to visit the trees that mm. were, were planted because they were down in South America or Africa. We were doing something on the west coast of Ireland. It was real. It was real and it was yeah. credible and it, the connectivity between the UK and Ireland, of course, you can fly Ryanair from Liverpool to to Kerry Airport and, mm. you know, half an hour later you, you can be in our Cloud Forest 5 site. But I, I, I probably felt that we had four forests in Clare. It wasn't really get getting me how's the right thing it wasn't really saying that we were going to build along the wild atlantic way if we were building everything in clare yeah, so i yeah. started looking i started saying to the guys you know i'm going to come down to Kerry mm. at the end of um november and i want to will you bring me on a tour mm. so i was lucky enough to meet the guys from the forestry company um down in uh the Ballygarry estate i stayed there they do a great business rate, 85 euro mm. for a night with bed and breakfast. Uh, Tesla charging on site as well. So traveled down in the car, had charging on site, and I met the guys and they brought me on a tour. And mm. the first site they brought me to was the most spectacular site I'd ever seen. It was yeah. on the side of a mountain. It was 15 acres. It had panoramic sea views over Castle Gregory, over Banastrand, Phoenix. If you, if you looked long enough, you could probably see Loop Head mm. in, in northwards in the distance. And I took one photograph with my iPhone because I said to myself, we will never get this. Mm. We will never get this site. This site's yeah. too beautiful. Yeah. And uh, they took me off to other sites that were beautiful, but they were sort of inland and didn't yeah. have the views. And More realistic. Sort of recamped. Oh, before we finished up, they said to me, you know, as all people in Kerry, do you want to come and have a look at the new uh, GAA Centre of Excellence? Mm. 
I couldn't say no. So I yeah, come on, show me. But I arrived at the centre of excellence and I had 4G pitches, yeah. grass Incre- pitches. Incredible. Spot. Incredible. Yeah. And the boy says to me, oh, we're coming for your for your Sam McGuire. And ultimately they the got that they the got that this year. But when we got back to the hotel and we had lunch and I sort of said to them, I'm really interested in that site. Mm. And they sort of said to me, oh, the guy, I don't know whether he's willing to sell. I don't know whether this, I don't, I don't know. And I sort of went, I'm really interested in that site. I want that site. And I, I don't know whether I was trying to be like Obi-Wan Kenobi and plant this mm. thought in their head that you had to get me this site, that these were the droids I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. But about two weeks later, they gave me a call. It says, guy's willing to sell. Mm. And he's willing to sell to you. Um, do you want to do a deal? And I just couldn't believe it. So we did the deal. And then it went through um, what we call the whole process of searches. Mm. Uh, going, it was in process for a forest service approval as well. And uh, this site borders a native woodland. It borders also a, a, a Sitka plantation. It's on the main Castle Gregory to, to or well, it's on the main Dingle to Tralee Road. So it's on the Dingle Peninsula. And yeah, we got the keys for it. Well, I always say the keys for the forest. Uh, uh, probably six months after agreeing mm. to buy it. So in May of this year, May, June of this year, we got finally over the line with it. And you're never over the line until yeah. you're over the line. Yeah. So to say that we bought a flagship site, um, and that site is the location for what's an evolution of our Cool Partner program, which mm. is our tree campaigns where yeah. we are able to to bring our partners onto those sites and they can do a massive tree planting campaign in their company's name. So, you know, I know we've got our partners coming onto that site uh, confirmed at the moment. Um, the HSSCU, mm. which is the Health Services Staffs Credit Union, who are doing the tree planting campaign for uh, basically anybody that's opened up a yep. current account to my Irish cousin, the Carhar mm. firm, um, who are doing that for their, their American visitors, which really gets us to a global audience. Yeah. And of course, we've got Midsummer, yeah. the renewable energy company. So we've got, and we've got one other big partner that we're just going to confirm in the next mm. uh, a couple of weeks that are going to come onto that site, hopefully, or onto our Cloud Forest Foresight. So we've we've five forests, mm. we've forty four cool partners. Yeah. God, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next. What is next? That's a that's a question. That's a question. Yeah. Well, I I I I'm so excited, probably of the next twelve months because of what we've done over the last two years. Mm. And Alan, you've been, like, uh, since Alan's come on board, uh, I suppose he came on board to share my workload and we just ended up doubling it. <laughs> so he started doing the level of work that I was doing before Tony Ritchie said, mm. you need to get somebody in here. So what's next for us? I, I think I think we're going to look to hire. So I, I love that we're creating employment. So mm. the couple of things that are key pillars for us that are probably coming down the pipeline are we are looking to hire a person which will grow our brand and grow our community and grow our uh, product offering we have an amazing gift tree offering and mm. um, we've got our gift tree grove where we already have oh 433 trees plus, yeah. booked in the gift tree grove so mm. the, the gift tree grove is a is a mixed native woodland grove being developed on Cloud Forest One. And we've had partners that have bought trees there going back to last Christmas. Yeah. The book trees in this grove that's being developed. And the development of it starts, would you believe, on our, which we'll talk about shortly in our partner uh, planting day. Yeah. Our yeah. Not par- it's our partner, partner. appreciation. Nature appreciation day. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but that's been started on the 30th of September. I'm yeah. really excited about that. We're going to have time-lapse live video from that. And it's been developed out and it backs onto our bees on um, on our, our, our site there. And we should actually yeah. do a little bit yeah, of a talk, talk, talk about that. But that is being, we've got probably 500 trees that mm. we'll have available in this Christmas offering. Um, for our partners, or we've had people from the US buy trees in our grove, um, and it's visitor friendly. Yeah. So we're developing it with a, a walkway and a pathway where you can come and visit in and walk among the trees. And we're going to have trees like Rose Gelder in there, uh, Rowan, which are, you know, really good for pollinators, um, uh, done in an aesthetic way. And I'm really excited about that. So one of the, the, the where we're going to evolve going forward is, is our product offering. We, we will hiring a person to expand our product offering and our growth probably a head of growth if i was to give it a cool name i hope it's not a head of growths but that's a head of growth probably somebody works in the hospital it's probably that but yeah and um, without getting too facetious it, that's important to me yeah. because that that brings um extra brain power mm. extra you know to get things done uh, quicker get more done probably. And then the key things for us over the next 12 months is to expand our our, our, our message. Mm. So a lot of the things that we've been working on, like your climate action video every Friday, I love that. Mm. That's a two minute video. You need to tune into our social channels if you're if you're not already doing so on Facebook, Instagram, on LinkedIn, uh, on Twitter, and on our website to catch Alan's Climate action roundup. I haven't been brave enough to do one myself. I, I, I <laughs> might, I might do. I might do. A, I might do a Christmas special, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's going to be key for us because if if that inspires one person to make a change, that's mm. good. I know we've got our community news, which I think is very relevant, where we bring our you know news from the community, and I love that as a pillar. And we've our one little thing, which we're probably going to do. We were trying to do our one little thing, which was one little change. We we're trying to bring that out every week. I think we're going to go monthly on that, mm. and. And then try and just promote that one little thing, that one yeah. item monthly, yeah. Yeah. you know, during that month, saying this is what we're going to do this month. So there are key things for me in in sense of our message and our educational message and trying to get um, people to change mm. their their habits. I think the second thing uh, which I'm really loving is developing out our podcast, yeah. um, which I think is going to be great. I listened to Shane Carr's interview mm. yesterday. Um, the the edited version and I, I I think it's I think it's amazing to get to know a person that behind what most people know as a whistleblower and then mm. we had I suppose Paul Caldwell in our endurance cyclist and yeah. I listened to that as well and I know Paul I was here at the podcast mm. I, I I was here doing the interview yeah, yeah, yeah. and I found it so interesting what yeah. what Paul's message is so what is next for us Cloud Forest Six mm. already in planning um but I think I think developing developing our community and the best ideas come from our cool partner community. Yeah. So uh, the gift tree growth, cool partner community driven. Mm. Will you be selling trees? I'd like to give trees instead of a bottle of whiskey this Christmas. Mm. We developed the product to match that. Yeah. And it's real climate action. It's real trees, but those trees are not only going to do a job on carbon; they're going to do a job in feeding our pollinators on the site. Yeah. Our forests are buzzing, and I uh, people used to say, "Ah, that's a typical, typical dub yeah, saying." Yeah, yeah. But we at the start of this podcast, we talked about how devoid of life that site was because mm. the cows just eat everything. There's no wildflowers. There's nothing. There's nothing for pollinators. And if you go to the site now, um, we've got wildflowers. We've got 
we've got our pollinator friendly trees like we've got our rones and the place is buzzing it's yeah. full of it's full of moths it's full of butterflies we have our we have our native Irish bees there the honeybees and yeah what a what a part of the journey mm. we we reached out to the native Irish honeybee society uh, 18. Uh, 18, 18 yeah, yeah 18 who's based down in Carrigaholt and she came and visited us and she walked the site she wanted to find out what our motives were what we were into and she she left and we've ended up with an amazing partnership with those guys they put we put our first hives We've created conservation zones for the native Irish honeybee mm. on Cloud Forest One. That's going to be replicated across all our sites. And I, I remember talking to the ecologist that came to the site and said, you will find that there will be wildflowers here in no time. You won't have to see them. Mm. And I found that amazing that the bees will head off for three or four kilometers. And as they come back to the hive and fly over our site, they'll drop little seeds that will become, it's, it's, it's nature in action. It's, yeah. And it doesn't cost anything. Um, and we might get some honey out of it. And, of course, we've got our bats on the site as well. So, you know, engaging with the Bat Society. And we're hoping to, you know, develop out our miniature bat caves, which will have live video from inside the bat caves. And that's a, an educational resource because mm. bats are a key part of ecosystems. Yeah. And it's amazing what we learned about. They fly corridors. Um, and then with the frogs on the site as well. So I, I, we've got so much going on. Um, I'm so excited for the future, and I, I'm, 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 I'm humbled by the support mm. we've got the last two and a bit years yeah. that we're up and running. Um, yeah, and I think I think it's important to mention the incredible community we have and the the, the partners we've built and the people we met along the way. And I just want to say, on my behalf, it's been incredible watching sort of. From when I joined to now, seeing the the, the, the growth and the, the growth of the community and watching you, sort of your vision come to life has been incredible and sort of seeing seeing that happen. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's exciting and this is a cool try podcast and this is going to be the spot for me and Bernard to meet incredible people and to share the conversations that we have anyway and share with other people so every, we can all learn um, about nature about biodiversity about everything so yeah i think exciting times ahead and i i always and i'll finish it on a note and it's just one more thing it's like if you're out there today and you're feeling anxiety about climate or anxiety of how what how this world is evolving anxiety about politics we have a great home to relieve that anxiety, and it is our cool partner community. Mm. It's a supportive community. It's a community that's taken real credible climate action, and you know what? Most of all, it's fun. Mm. That's the key thing for us is that you get involved. We don't take ourselves seriously, but we take what we're doing deadly seriously, and I think, yeah, listen to our, listen to our Cool Tribe podcast, and you know, hopefully you'll find something that might inspire you to do. Yeah. that little bit extra in terms of climate action and take it from there then brilliant Bernard thank you thanks so much thank you very much